0: Hi everybody, it's Joey Remini from seekingbalance.com.au and today I want to introduce you to Briley from Australia who is very bravely sharing her case study. So welcome Briley and thank you for your time. Thank you very much. (laughs) So Briley, it sounds like you went on the journey that many of our listeners are familiar with uh, the diagnosis of vestibular migraine and question mark triple PD. And through joining the Rocksteady community and the online program, you've really come to that place of holding the diagnosis lightly and centering in on Briley rather than the diagnosis, which is really the place I think we're all journeying towards. Mm. So, Do you want to chat a little bit about what the Rocksteady program has meant for you and Mm. how you've related to it and how you've used it to help Mm. you move away from diagnosis and toward building Briley?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I found the Rock program in a really interesting way, actually. So I had a difficult conversation with my sister the night before. He's very scientific. Love her, love them to bits. Um, and they were like, "You need to fix this. You need to get this sorted." <laughs> and so I got really triggered that night. And then the next morning, I just woke up with this intuitive hit to go back and check something on Instagram I'd seen early on in my sensations and my experience to to just check in with that person and see if I could find their page again because they had a similar story. But at the time I wasn't ready to hear it. Mm -hmm. Um, It was really early on for me and there was all these diagnosis words and things and they also hold it very lightly um, and have a beautiful approach. But I just wasn't ready. For it. And so I just got this hit find that person. So I went onto Instagram, found that person, found the Rocksteady book, um, ordered it straight away. Didn't even think about it. Just went, yep, I'm ready for this. I need something different. I've tried to do it on my own for a period of time. And um, I wasn't really connected with the doctors or anything. I was just trying to figure it out myself and um, I had this beautiful person Alice shout out to Alice who's also part of the Rocksteady community and she reached out to me and said I know your story like I've just heard you you know because I posted something about it just share your knowledge because it's so important for people to hear your experiences in such a positive way and so I wrote a story about that and tagged the person in it from Instagram and Alice found it on there and reached out and said this Rocksteady program is amazing. Like it's it's changed, you know, the way that I look at things and I really recommend you get the book first of all and then consider the program. And so we've developed this beautiful friendship that she's like a little sister. We're 20 years apart. We're just, we're just so positive and supportive of one another and using all the principles from Rocksteady. We're both in the program and just having somebody there to remind you not to sink into that diagnosis side of things and to stay positive but also share the challenges it's been really nice so that's something I wasn't expecting and I know not everybody gets that but it, it's been amazing for my journey particularly mm-hmm. and so the Rock City program when I started it really for me I just had a penny drop and it was I'd read the book I'd done all of that but the program just made this penny drop of you, Briley, have been avoiding things that are uncomfortable for you because you thought you were doing the best for yourself. And actually, <laughs> it's okay to be safe in your body and support yourself to challenge yourself in different ways. And all the things that you thought were great and you stopped doing. And like I really stopped doing things at a point in time. I put, you know, did the push through for about eighteen months, and then I really stopped everything and I gave my body the time to recharge and then I was also so nervous to start driving and doing things again that I felt like were impossible Mm -hmm. um so yeah so that's been kind of my journey for the program has really been a confidence building Mm -hmm. connecting with people to give me that support and just sharing back what you know, what I've got from it, which is just this acceptance and this I can do it, I can have a go at these things and some days I'm not going to do it and that's perfectly okay. So it's just finding that balance and I think the program's really helped me do that.
0: I was going to say, how has your relationship to yourself changed? It sounds pretty fundamental.
1: Oh, yeah, huge. Like through the whole experience, I think all of us through something like this you build a deeper relationship with yourself, but it's an understanding and acceptance of my energy, which has been Mm. really groundbreaking. Um, I'm actually an astrologer as well, so I can see it in my astrology chart where my energy kind of lies. And, it's really fascinating that I can see that and I can accept it with full, like this is Briley and, you know, this week I had to have two two-hour naps, which I was always the person who said, I never nap, I don't nap, I don't like napping, <laughs> but my energy just just grounded to a halt and I just listened to it. And now I'm feeling so much better today um, by the end of the week, just accepting that and going with how my energy presents so just understanding having acceptance of that and fully yeah fully just stepping into who briley is
0: Mm. is
1: definitely where it's come from
0: Mm. and i think what i've noticed is when i was back in the day living how i thought joey should be which is really based on other people's expectations of me or what i've picked up in the outer world of trying to fit this expectation of how a woman my age should be or whatever um, it was exhausting and I suppose there was a necessity to push through at times because my truth wouldn't match that expectation. But fast forward now to where I'm able to listen and respond and support myself, um, moment to moment, day to day. If I do take that nap or respond to my body, I'm always amazed at how quickly I bounce back. It's like mm-hmm. it, because it's it's in real time and it's dynamic and, and there's no judgment there. and. It's sort of like, oh, thanks, body, for letting me know what you need rather than, oh, you know, I wish you could keep up with everybody else. And that that inner critic or that voice that could be berating me or bullying me, I think that's a really big piece of what changes is we, we're able to step into saying, actually, my body is really innately wise and intelligent. And if I tune into that and listen together, me and my body, we're this powerful team. And so we get access to more of our vitality and life force because there is that sense of alignment that we're growing and building with these rock steady principles and concepts
1: completely and i've found too that then then it makes it easier easier to set your boundaries right and set what it is that you need and ask for what you need from people too and Mm -hmm. that's been another big journey of mine over this time is actually I'm just thinking that I'm going to a social event tonight and I actually ask them not to wear perfume and that used to scare the crap out of me asking that at the start because that's just something that I know triggers me and I'm not going to show up in my full ability to join in the conversations and be me and it's only a really small ask and so I asked it of them. They're all fine. They're like, yeah, absolutely. Mm. And it just gets easier. I think, when you just accept that.
0: I love that. Such a great example. Something I'm learning and noticing in this community is the power of speaking truth and being frank because it's not apologetic. It doesn't need this huge, lengthy explanation. Like once we're clear on what we want and need, it does become very simple Mm. to communicate that. And even if it was English as a second language, we can communicate these needs because they're often so simple. It doesn't require... And extensive vocabulary and I think the reason it's difficult to do that for many of us and this is an ongoing exploration our boundaries and needs are changing year in year out but I think it becomes difficult to articulate when we don't understand it ourselves or we don't have that sense of inquiry self-study compassion so coming back to the Rocksteady pro- program and the modules it's giving us that invitation to pause and check in weekly mm. monthly daily however often we find benefit and, and checking in on our inner world and sort of asking is this really pulling me into love compassion support nurturance or am i falling back into dark spirals am i trying to mm. be round peg fitting a square hole you know and, and we can start to question things and and gain that language of truth and i, I think keep it simple because it's not this overwhelming beast that we don't even know where to start we've broken it down into smaller simple bite-sized questions of what really matters and how can i learn to listen to my body and essentially the program's giving those skills and tools in bite-sized pieces what were some of the things you learned about yourself through the modules Mm -hmm. that may have changed and crafted how you're now focusing on your life and your your direction and career etc
1: so for me, it was definitely understanding, yeah, what triggers me. So based on those conversations, I really just like that module just to make it really simple, write it down. I kind of already knew, but write it down and then keep remembering that. And then if you can avoid some of those triggers, great. You don't need to avoid your whole life, which I think is what I was doing more so. Um, and, and for me, it's really just been the acceptance that I've got tools in the moment that I can use. And that's what I love about the program. It's, it's that habitual reinforcement around, I can actually get my nervous system in a comfortable space in the moment if it's feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. That's been a really big part of the program for me is just having those tools when I need them. Mm. And then setting myself up with my desired states of what I want. Well, what's going to make that happen? Like if I want joy for me in my life, I want to be able to drive. So, you know, if I want that desired state, I need to push myself to do those things because that brings me joy if I can drive myself down to the beach on my own. Like the first time that I drove myself somewhere, like I was ecstatic, like you could not get the smile off my face. And it was just, it's just that constant reminder, I guess, that it's the little... It's the little improvements that you make, because mm. it's it's not great all the time, and it didn't. It wasn't just a big bang. Oh yeah, I'm completely hundred percent well. I'm just hundred percent me. And mm. so yeah, it was the modules just continued to, and the calls and hearing people's experiences just continued to remind me of that and keep me on track, because it was so often that in my kind of rehab journey, early on when I call it rehab, um, you know, that like I was like, oh, I'm all in. I'm all in on these vestibular exercises for six weeks and it's going to fix me and then nothing. Whereas I love that we get to continue to connect and do it in our own pace and time. Um, And so I started the program in March this year, which is 2022. We're now in September Um, and I've only done four modules because that's my pace and I'm happy with that. So, you know, it's that acceptance that this is actually a longer-term thing for me. And
0: And you've still got all that goodness to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Two whole modules modules worth. And can you share a little bit with the listeners about how you engaged with the program? Like, did you log in at weird times? Did you have a set Mm -hmm. Wednesday morning? How did, Did you listen in the car? Like, how did you sort of actually... Day by day, use the program.
1: Uh, it actually makes me laugh because I hear your voice whenever I go to log in. No multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I might be doing the dishes or doing something. I might like, no go and sit there. Like actually, I've really tried to carve out space and say no. I'm just going to lay here or sit here and listen to this module because I'm very much an auditory person. I listen to lots of podcasts. I'm I really love learning, and so but I'm always doing stuff while I'm listening to them. So this has been a great way of me committing to the pace that I want to live at, which is one thing at a time. And it just continuously reminds me. So even though that's not necessarily part of the program, it doesn't tell you every time to do that. For me, that's the space that I've created. So Mm -hmm. it's when I'm at home when I'm relaxing and resting, um, I do have the kind of mind that I don't um, need to be guided through the body scans and things anymore. I just, I, I really like to do, you know, that's probably my biggest thing that I do and I do that, mm. I'd probably say probably four times a day, just just check in with myself and start with my feet and come up and that's my way of doing things mm. um, and so... Yeah, those audios, it's mainly the modules that I'm connecting in with and I listen to the replays generally for um, the calls, which I love because I get so much more information from that and so much more experience. But the replays just work better for me. Um, I have signed in live before, um, but I just like to just, that's early in the morning for me and that's not the best time for me. So I like to just, yeah um listen to the replays as I'm resting on the couch generally
0: I know I just feel so Mm -hmm. blessed we have access to this technology that you know I can be in Australia and people can tune in from anywhere in the world especially using the replays Mm -hmm.
1: um and and it's just as powerful
0: it is like yeah. yeah I think there's a lot of richness in being able to click play when I'm in the mood and when I want to connect and when Mm. I might be feeling low or lonely and I can go to that whole resource of the group replay section. And there's absolutely dozens of them now. There must be 50 calls. And so there's a huge library of resource to draw upon with people asking questions and sharing humanity and this this sense of connection and collective healing. It's very powerful.
1: Mm.
0: Um, And on the same token... You know, sometimes attending live might not feel quite right and that's okay too because the options are really broad. How about with mm-hmm. the, the various bonus audios and the little kind of what I would call the first aid kit of go-tos, do you ever log in and and, and explore any of the, the, the shorter content that's at your fingertips?
1: Yeah, and so when I do the modules, I definitely sit down and do that, you know, the 40-minute audio to start with um, and then I just get into it and I can't, like I just keep, Going down the list of all the shorter ones. Um, I wouldn't say that I log in and listen to them another time. It's kind of my designated, I would call it almost like a sacred space of me connecting into Rocksteady. It's it's still
0: learning time.
1: Yeah, it really is. And yeah, it really confirms a lot of things for me. And so then I take time to integrate that. Like it's Mm -hmm. at all levels of my body. And yeah.
0: I think I'm a very similar learning style that everyone's different and I really honor that for those listening you know we all have our different ways and it's good to know how we best learn to capitalize on those um, kind of natural gifts and talents and modalities but I also when I go through a a committed learning process I'll try and carve out a specific morning block that out you know quietly attend to all of the content and you know really let myself chew through what's there and maybe decide where I want to focus and then through the week I'll embody that and you know not necessarily click play but repeat things in my mind or in my own words and really make it my own as I'm adopting it that, that would be my technique as well which sounds very similar to what you're describing.
1: Absolutely and I guess a little bit of background too like I have I have a health background and I've done a lot of these things before so when I hear them you know the tapping and the the, the things like that like I just go oh yeah that's it but this is the way that I need to apply it here and this is great and so I can take it Mm -hmm. then and move through it and I kind of put my own spin on it a little bit too, staying within the steady, you know, guidelines, I guess. But mm-hmm. um, that's been really helpful to say, oh, yeah, this would actually help in this situation. Why haven't I been doing that more? Or like that this would lot. be great. Because <laughs> <had, I've laughs> sometimes I've had... we know the knowledge, but we don't do it. And so mm-hmm. I guess that's the, um, there's just so much to learn. There's just so much to learn and so much integration of how you bring it into your body yeah that's what i've really found through the modules
0: and what you're saying is something that's really common i hear i've had a number of psychologists and yoga teachers and mindfulness practitioners who come through the Rocksteady process and sort of be like oh i've had those skills but i haven't known how to integrate them in sort of a fine tuning of neuroplasticity context so it's it's about linking all of those jigsaw puzzle pieces together in a way that is moment to moment responsive and applicable And I think I touch upon it in my book, you know, we can be going out for coffees with friends or doing vestibular exercises or trying to be positive and optimistic and we just get zero neuroplasticity impact because we're not really embodying and feeling those new neural pathways we want to build and or we're distracting, avoiding, denying, neglecting the real darkness and challenge that may actually be in our reality and actually processing and integrating and moving through the darkness with gentleness, compassion, support, kindness and love is really essential to create that safety and um, space like if we want to clear the darkness and move through it and feel through it, create that space to then fill up with the new building blocks of the new mapping and the new neural pathways, the desired sensations. It's a sequence of events, so just kind of dabbling in a little bit of therapy here or a little bit of treatment there or a little bit of drug there or a little bit of a hobby there or a coffee date there may not really get that overall impact because it's missing that weaving of the fine tuning of neuroplasticity. So my hope for the Rocksteady program users is definitely not that they become little minions or clones or robots of Joey. Everything's a suggestion and an invitation and make it your mm-hmm. own. You know, you can replace things, you can open eyes, you can close eyes, you can, you know, you can do things in any way that feels really nurturing for you. And all of the exercise module ideas in are there to be tinkered with and to be tailored to your individual needs in that moment. So it's really mm-hmm. delight to hear you say, I'm making it my own. Like, yes.
1: Yeah, I relate to so much you just said, especially around like we can have the knowledge about what to do sometimes, but not realise, like you said, the neuroplasticity link and how effective it could be if you're in the mindset that you want to be in, if you're, you know, concentrating on your desired feelings not just going to coffee and thinking, oh, my God, I'm so da-da-da-da-da. It's like, okay, what can I do in this moment, in this moment of this day to actually help that neuroplasticity? And that was my missing link completely. I was yeah, in yes. protection, avoidance. I need to stay yeah. protected, basically. Yeah. It got to yeah. that point.
0: Mm. And often we want to solve the problem up here like it's a mental, yes. mathematic, arithmetic, instead of dropping into the heart's and sort of going, okay body, I really value you as an ally. How can I support you? I'm listening, I'm here. I'm not gonna run away anymore. I'm here to support you. And that's where Rocksteady comes in and we learn all the skills and tools to try of how to bridge that gap. Because often we don't know how to support ourselves or we think we've tried everything and then we feel depleted, exhausted and dead ended and our self esteem and our confidence is really flatlined. So we have to build that confidence up again of relating to the body and learning how to be the supportive figure for ourselves mm. so really- even that
1: simple reminder in Rocksteady that really um, helped me was around your body's actually really intelligent yeah and it's helping you you don't like you said you don't need your mind to fix this you don't need to go searching and searching and searching come within and actually listen to what your body's saying and also not see it as a my body's out to get me and that that was a huge shift it's Mm -hmm. like I you know I ate healthily I've been on this way of life for a long time and my body's now out to get me like why is it not responding in the way that I'm giving to it but it's responding in this way and just having that acceptance of actually it's it's trying its best (laughs) to help you right now and you're not really listening so come back in and listen yeah to and, prompts, and I
0: think yeah. to add there it's not that we're not listening to our bodies it's that we don't know how to listen to our bodies yeah and I think there's a I mean I'm going to paraphrase myself here there's a quote in my book that people often bring up which is it's not that we want to talk about our body we want to talk to the body and with the body mm-hmm. and listen to our body rather than just talk about it or talk at it, you know, mm. um, and tell tell the body how we think it should be. It's like, well, can we accept the reality of how it is in this moment, and fully show up, show up, soften, open our hearts, meet any fear and resistance in the way, and be very supportive and loving as we really have to bridge a huge amount of clutter, confusion, overwhelm. Possibly um, trauma through the diagnostic process, if not childhood trauma that invariably many of us hold as well. And feelings of unworthiness and shame and uh, perhaps feeling rejected, not good enough. These are all bridges that we're learning how to cross really gently and to be for ourselves, to be our own best friend, to be our own mentor, to be our own coach. And I guess, you know, in building the Rocksteady process and community, well, I do not believe it. it doesn't replace private therapy and it's not designed to, I think the drugs and private therapies and devices and all those myriad of things people try and, and it's okay that we try them and they're great when they're needed for a temporary period. Rocksteady is kind of the soft landing point that holds all of that. Mm-hmm. So when we don't need the private therapy anymore, the Rocksteady community is still there and the self-study and fostering this sense of a strong relationship to myself that I've got this and I've got me I outgrow the private therapy I no longer need it I no longer need the drugs I no longer need the devices and tools and and science because I can drop into my body and I can sort it out I can listen so it, it feels like it's kind of this this lovely soft landing pad um, mm-hmm. after we, we try all the external supports that may be really useful to get us to this place yeah, I love that. that yeah, absolutely. Mm. So I'm mm. curious, um Briley, what are some of the, if you have any little aha moments you can remember or any significant sort of changes and in insights that you're now living based mm. on the new Briley? Is there anything like that you want to share with the listeners? I yeah, suppose- for
1: me, the no, yeah, the no big deal thing for me was mm-hmm. yeah, like it was just the, it was the clincher. i I had I had tried to push through and then I'd shut everything down and then it's like, actually, it's no big deal. It's mm. like if I'm going to feel the way that I'm feeling today and these sensations, I can start surrendering into that. And I think, mm. um, you know, with some of my symptoms, sometimes it's difficult to surrender because of, you know, that nervous system's activated, it's really high, But it's still remembering in that moment, oh, yeah, I can surrender to that sensation and that feeling. And so this will pass. And, you know, I know I've heard that quote so many times, but the no big deal is just really something that I just constantly refer to. And my other aha was if you don't start doing some things again, going into an uncomfortable zone that's still within your overall comfort level so it's still not you know throwing me completely off balance but it's it's stretching that then i'm not going to have the desired states that i want so i can write them down as much as i want and i can think about them as much as i want but until i start actually living them Hmm. um you know alice and i talk a lot around joy i love her perspective on joy that joy is just a way to heal completely and so sometimes you need to do something that felt a little bit out of your reach use your tools in the moment and the joy you get generally is going to outweigh any sensation that you have so that's something that I definitely hold on to from the wisdom of, of um, Alice and yeah it is it's really the no big deal and I need to start introducing things that make me feel a little uncomfortable
0: yeah and what Mm -hmm. you're describing beautifully there actually from a window of tolerance point of view is really staying close to that blue zone or green zone where your nervous system is still optimally firing even though there's discomfort or even maybe a bit of shock or maybe a temporary spike into the red zone you're able to remain in that witness and observe and breathe through it or hold yourself or speak to yourself and bring in that no big deal language and inner dialogue that can quite rapidly bring you back down through the green and blue zones where you're still Mm -hmm. comfortable enough
1: (laughs) exactly it doesn't mean you have
0: to avoid everything because you can widen your window of tolerance meet some discomfort um Mm. and i call it the gentle challenge you know we want to be challenged and actually as human beings a sense of challenge and growth is almost fundamental to the recipe of happiness without it we sort Mm -hmm. of flatline and we feel a bit blah so this idea of knowing how to gently challenge and not push through or force or um kind of skip over the gentle bit and just go straight into the deep end that's an art form you know learning how to be gentle and relate to our nervous system in a really socially engaged and belonging soft warm cozy supported space Mm. i think i really do think these are lifelong skills that we keep improving as we practice Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. And just touching on that, that window of tolerance is definitely something to look at that, well, what I did was look at it and go, well, I need to accept some things about me that right now are outside my window of tolerance. So I used to be in a leadership role in a corporate position, you know, the nine to five and managing lots of people and That's just not where I am now. And it's not where I want to be now. It's not where my heart desires to be now. And so my window of tolerance, that's outside of my window of tolerance right now. And that's not saying that it isn't for somebody else. It's just for me. Like my heart doesn't light up to push myself in that way anymore. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm creating my own business so that I can have my own hours and I can have my flexibility and I can really sit within my window of tolerance, like you said, stretch myself into that, that blue zone, don't get into the red, and you know, the blue and green, and don't get into the red, and just make sure that I am, I'm setting my life up the way that suits me, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful, and I just, I kind of feel like almost doing the scenarios here, because a lot of it is about perspective taking, and I feel like before we start the Rocksteady process, most of us don't trust our bodies. We feel disappointed by our bodies. We feel like we're a massive failure to ourselves and others. There's this really common kind of um, exhausted, depleted, why me? I feel helpless, hopeless, powerless. There's that kind of vibe going on in some way and it's very common. It's very normal and it's very welcome in our community. And part of the healing process is sort of getting beyond that and saying, well, actually, my body's really powerful and intelligent and it has a message for me okay let me tune in and decode the mystery and what I can hear in you is like at some points I actually sort of had a crash as well in when I was working at the University of Melbourne mainstream 9 to 5 and it was symptoms were at their worst for sure and it just felt like I was dying and it felt to me like my soul was just screaming at me this is not it And my soul was saying there's a different way we can help people there is a different way we can support vertigo and tinnitus sufferers and being in this institution and stuck with diagnostic testing and very rigid reporting protocols is not your jam right now it doesn't mean it's bad it just wasn't for me and it's like it could have gone two ways part of me could have been really disappointed and felt like a failure felt like a burnout just felt like I wasn't up to scratch or felt not good enough in that setting or I could be like you know what I think there's bigger and brighter things out there for me and this is not serving me and my body is screaming at me it's now time to leave so it's the same Mm -hmm. situation and same scenario but there's a different perspective and one's coming from a place of gratitude acceptance trust in the body and hope for the new Joey the new what the future may hold And I had to go through very dark, difficult, uncertain places to build that new Joey. But that was really what made the Rocksteady process and program and has now, you know, reached people all over the world. So I just, I say that because some of you listening might be in this space that's dark and you're not sure about your career. Maybe your body is screaming at you. Maybe big changes are ahead and it's scary. And I think it's okay to connect with that darkness, but also to light that candle of hope that will, what if something brighter awaits you?
1: Completely, absolutely. And not to gloss over it, like you said, that the darker times and the harder times are there. Like, you know, even when you're trying to create something new for yourself or get your soul more into alignment, there's still times where it's like, I can't do this today and that's okay. Tomorrow will be another day. And yeah.
0: And, and I guess there's a difference... I agree with what you said and I, I just want to clarify I feel like there's a difference between having a moment a minute an hour or a day of feeling like a bit of a failure and being like "Oh, I just totally don't know what I'm doing and I'm lost and confused and symptoms allowed there's a difference between a a moment or a minute or a day of that and a year mm. of it or a decade of it. So it's okay to go through it, but we want to be able to move through the challenge and find the comfort and safety and regulate the nervous system so we can Mm -hmm. work with it. We can be with it and we can work with it. And those are the tools and the spaces that the Rocksteady program is designed to hold you through and give you that education. Mm -hmm. Um, As we wrap up our call, Briley, I'm wondering, do you have any words of wisdom or encouragement that you feel you would... um, Perhaps give Briley eight months ago or a year ago.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's a very different version of Briley eight months ago or a year ago. It is that it is that trust. It's just trusting in yourself. And learning for me had a balance. It was all around balancing what am I avoiding and how am I actually supporting myself. So um I do feel like I had to go through that. Like, you know, I spent a long time on the couch. (laughs) Like I spent a long time in bed. And for me and my personal journey, I feel like I had to go through this and had to go through that. So, yeah, my message would just be trust in that moment and trust that you can, especially with these type of supports, you can actually continue to reference a safety within you, even if everything feels unsafe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to say thank you for sharing your story about intuitively tracking down an Instagram post and just knowing there was something out there and being in tune enough to let the back of your brain hold on to that and have that sense of I'm ready now. I wasn't ready (laughs) then, but I'm ready now and following through because, you know, some people do spend 10 years on the couch and it takes them a very long time to find this community and this support and this resonance and readiness. And I'm really pleased for you that you found us and you're here. Mm. Um, Thank you. Thank you for feeling ready to share your case study. It's valuable.
1: Mm, Thank you. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm really grateful for this space. Like, as I said, it just came the right time and what I needed. And, yeah, absolutely.
0: Mm. Well, I want to thank Briley for sharing her story. And for those of you listening who want to join our community and begin the Rocksteady program, visit seekingbalance.com.au. We're a very supportive community and there's the comprehensive educational resources, skills, and tools for you to have at your fingertips, which really has been life-changing for me and continues to teach me so much about myself and my relationship to the world around me, honestly, every day. So thank you, Briley, and it's a bye for now.